the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If the evidence is overwhelming, who needs more witnesses? The Democrats have been complaining about the Republicans not calling witnesses for the trial in the Senate. Here's Jerry Nadler last night or early this morning. The only reason to oppose bringing a witness is to cover up because you're afraid of what the witness will say. The question before the Senate is, do the Republican senators want to be complicit in the cover-up of the president? Any senator who votes to deny a witness, who votes to deny evidence, is voting to cover up the president's crimes and subversion of the Constitution. There's no other way about it. Well, it's funny because when Nadler was in charge of the circus in the House a few weeks ago, he didn't want to hear about the Republicans who thought Adam Schiff, who was making all kinds of accusations and uh, actually produced the whistleblower who got this whole thing started and said he had never met the whistleblower, but later admitted to meeting him. Well, all the Republicans got when they asked for him to be a witness was the gavel. Democrats refused to invite Republican witnesses and directed witnesses called by the Democrats not to answer our questions. There is no rule nor precedent for anybody being a witness and then getting to come up and question. And so we would... That the point not, of order is he's inappropriate to be up here asking questions. That is not a point of order. He's here in accordance with Rule 66. Six, with sustained. Um, I'd move to table. Then. Did you actually you call for a vote? How is it not sustained? You didn't call for a vote. No. Sustain the point of order. I sustained the point of order. I call for a bill ruling of the chair. Now I, I, I call for a vote. I, I, I sustained the point. I ruled that the point of order is not well taken. Well, that's painfully obvious. We're reserving the right to object. We will now hear presentations. Mr. Chairman, I appeal the decision of the chair. There's no decision to appeal. There was not a ruling in a motion. We will now hear presentations. A ruling on the point of order. You you made a ruling on the point of order. You made a ruling on the point of order, Mr. Chairman. You can't then not allow us to appeal the ruling of the chair. The gentleman will suspend. We are doing what we have to do under the rules. We will now hear presentations of evidence. Mr. Chairman, the gentleman is not recognized. We will now hear presentations of evidence. I have a parliamentary inquiry. I haven't removed my objection yet. I will not recognize a parliamentary inquiry at this time. We will now hear presentations of evidence from councils to the judiciary. Is this when we just hear staff ask questions of other staff and the members get dealt out of this whole hearing? And for the next four hours, you're going to try to overturn the result of an election with unelected people giving Gentlemen will suspend. That's my gavel. Did you hear enough gavels there from Jerry? They went to 2 a.m. this morning, something like that. Same old, uh, same old. And Donald Trump will still be president if they go until 2 a.m. every night from now until Halloween. Everybody knows it. Gigantic waste of time. And by the way, nobody is watching. Yesterday, CBS bailed out for soap operas. And I checked WTAE at 4.30, and Ellen was on while the impeachment uh, thing was, the, the hearings or the, the trial, I guess, was going on. It's a joke. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about something other than impeachment. 
which is killing the Democrats based on the polls, and impeachment is killing them too. You know what else is hurting the Democrats, though, according to the polls? Abortion. We'll talk about that when we come back. And also, in our second half hour, uh, you know the CET scare that's threatening to put an end to football? Well, it may be based on a lot of BS. Stick around. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Sagerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. I'm Andy Solomon. Rideshare platforms have evolved to provide riders with even better experiences. Sheriff John Wetzel, chairman of the National Sheriff's Association Traffic Safety Committee and former president of the International Association of Chiefs of Police, explains. Companies like Lyft are making rider safety a priority by continuously screening their drivers. Before getting into any car, riders should match the license plate, car model, and driver's name with what's shown in the app. During your ride, you can share your location and route with your family and friends. According to Wetzel, communities where Lyft is available have also seen lower rates of impaired driving and fatal crashes. For example, Miami-Dade Police announced that there was a 65% decline in impaired driving arrests in 2017 compared to the four prior years, thanks in part to ride-sharing. Nationally, 71% of Lyft riders say they are less likely to drive while impaired because of the availability of ride-sharing services. For more information, visit lift.com. Good morning, America. Or is it? If you're one of the millions of Americans who did not sleep well last night, it's probably a pretty average morning. But listen up, you sleep-deprived people. There's good news. A breakthrough sleep solution called Pronto Sleep. And when we say pronto, we mean pronto. Pronto Sleep gently opens your nose to focus breathing and help you relax and fall asleep. And the built-in scent diffuser delivers a blend of four pure essential oils to help you stay asleep naturally. And then Pronto replenishes the oils ready for the next night. Too easy, eh? And in trials, 84% of people with trouble sleeping found Pronto helped them fall asleep and 74% found it helped them stay asleep. So make every morning a... Good morning, America. With Pronto Sleep, available now at select Walgreens, Amazon or at prontosleep.com. Pronto Sleep from RhinoMed, bringing you advanced nasal therapies. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. 
If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, just to uh, keep you updated here, all three local stations now, local news stations, um, KDK, WTAE, and WPXI are running local newscasts while the... uh, trial is going on and uh, that's and at 4:30 as i said i checked out uh, channel 4 and um um, they had Ellen on. Anyway, the more the Democrats uh, running for president open their mouths, the the bigger the landslide next November looks. And impeachment is going to, I think, help that, too. They're so far left, they may never be able to come back. And one area where they have really uh, gone off the deep end is abortion. Tyler O'Neill of PJ Media has a piece today about how clueless the Democrats are on the issue. And he joins us now. Tyler, thanks for coming on again. Hey, my pleasure, John. So, uh, based on the poll that you cite, most Americans are still pro-choice, correct? Yes. So most Americans identify as pro-choice, although the labels don't mean very much. Okay, what do you mean by that? Yeah, so the interesting thing is a lot of polling will simply ask people, you know, do you identify as pro-choice or pro-life? And the fact of the matter is Americans' views on abortion are complicated. Uh, so this most recent poll from the Knights of Columbus and Marist found that 55% of Americans identify as pro-choice, and only 40% identified themselves as pro-life. But it's very important to note that most pro-choice people support big restrictions on abortion, restrictions that are often associated with the pro-life side of the political spectrum. Yeah, uh, so just about everybody is okay with the restrictions, uh, even even the even the people who the Democrats think they're selling to, which are the pro-choice people. Yes, that's the important key. And actually, the, one of the best uh, pieces of this poll that really shows the the swing of opinion is that the vast majority, 65% of Americans, said they would be most likely to vote for a candidate who would restrict abortion to the first three months, uh, cases of rape, incest, and a threat to the mother's life, or only for the mother's life, or never permit abortion under any circumstance. And that includes 88% of Republicans, no surprise there, but 62% of independents and even 44% of Democrats, which is a surprising, you know, agreement in favor of these restrictions. Yeah, uh, the Democrats appear to be okay with, uh, I'm talking about the the Democrats running for um, president. They appear to be okay with abortion right up to birth and maybe even a little bit after. So uh, the Democrats, they must not, or maybe they do know and don't care, but they seem to be way uh, out of the mainstream on this. Extremely. And it, I don't think they have any conception of exactly how far away from the mainstream they are. Uh, they like to cite these polls that say 70% of Americans would keep Roe v. Wade the way it is. 
But if you actually look at how Americans want the issue to be resolved, you know, you can often ask people, oh, what do you think about Roe v. Wade? A lot of people gut think, oh, status quo. I don't necessarily want to enforce my views and I don't want other people to enforce their views on me. So what what actually happens if you ask them what should the Supreme Court do if it reconsiders Roe v. Wade, the majority of them either say that it should outlaw abortion or that it should allow the states to make their own laws when it comes to abortion. And only a third, 33%, said the court should allow abortion to be legal without restriction at any time. So there's, there's a lot more nuance, and these Democrats like to run with one statistic and then push all the way to the edge and say, look, we shouldn't just support abortion. It should be abortion on demand. And by the way, taxpayers should fund it. Right. Um, and uh, three months seems to be the over-under on where most people are. Uh, the people who are for okay with abortion are not okay with it after that three months. Yeah. So there, there's, it's an interesting split. There's a small amount of people who are against abortion in every circumstance and a larger but still small amount of people who are for abortion in every circumstance. Then there's another small bit who would support abortion in the first six months, but there's a wide consensus that abortion should be restricted to those cases that everybody talks about, rape, incest, life of the mother, or at least in the first three months, the first trimester of pregnancy. And I, I don't, you didn't cover this in your piece, but it's kind of confusing to me that someone who would be um, okay with abortion but wouldn't, would, wouldn't be okay with it at 16 weeks but would be okay at 12. Um, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, uh, they, that if, if you think that you're ending a life there at um, th- four months, why aren't you ending one at three? There's no science to support that. Yeah, no, and this is not something that Americans are consistent on. Uh, they often will talk about it and come to a nuanced perspective that they think is uh, is compromising on both sides. Uh, but, you know, I think, and from other polling we've seen, a lot of Americans want to trust uh, scientists when it comes to when life begins. And the vast majority of uh, biologists say that life begins at conception, because now that we understand what we know about DNA science, you have a unique human being from the moment of conception. So the most logically consistent position is the full pro-life position. But not all Americans have come to that understanding yet. And, it, and it's interesting, too, that the, the Democrats who are still left in the, um, uh, in the race for the Democratic nomination, just recently they, they were, they've been tweeting about how strongly they are in support of abortion and Roe v. Wade because the anniversary, was it today or yesterday? It's 47th anniversary. Uh, today. Uh, today. So it's 47 years today. That's why we're talking about it. Um, and they proudly say that they they want to leave it up to the mother. If you if you try to press um, 
uh, Pete Buttigieg on it, he'll say, well, it's not for me to decide. It's between the wife, uh, the, the, the mother and the, uh, and the doctor. But, so they're so into um, doing everything based on polling except on this subject. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, and it's their base really likes the rabidness. They they sidle up with Planned Parenthood. They're part of this complex, and it's fascinating to see someone like Pete Buttigieg, who you know he portrays himself as somebody who's reasonable, and then he goes up there and he likes to quote scripture, uh, or rather twist scripture in his direction. And he said the Bible suggests that life begins with breath. And I have another piece. I mean, a lot of people have written about this. But the Bible is chock full of references to personhood, God choosing people before they're born. Uh, you know, in the case of John the Baptist, he was in the womb and he moved, you know, to recognize Jesus when Jesus was in the womb. So there's there's this clear pull throughout scripture that Pete Buttigieg is just totally willing to overlook. But a lot of a lot of it also is that Democrats believe government is the solution to almost everything. Right. And they want taxpayers to be forced to foot the bill for abortion when, you know, sixty percent of Americans oppose that. Fifty five percent of independents. Ninety uh, percent of Republicans and even thirty-five percent of Democrats. So, yeah, and, and um, yesterday, or, or I think it was just yesterday, I saw a report about a study that shows that babies in the womb at thirteen weeks feel pain. They feel like they've been able to prove that. So, um, so the, the the Democrats are trying to stay ahead of the polls. And they're also apparently trying to stay ahead of the technology on this. And how are they? How can they be successful on that? They can only be successful if we don't push back and note what we have discovered through science. Mm-hmm. Like we have, in the past decade, taken tremendous strides keeping babies alive in the womb, doing surgery in the womb. And yet somebody like Elizabeth Warren accuses people who, who want to restrict abortion of wanting to turn back the clock. And it's like, no, our ultrasound technology, as you noted, 13 weeks an infant, a, a baby can feel pain. And, you know, we, we know from our medical advances that these human beings can be saved and can be treated for their diseases while they're still in the womb. These are tremendous uh, witnesses to the humanity and the dignity of these unborn children. And Elizabeth Warren is acting as though none of this has happened. Yeah, and, and they, uh, who was it, Michelle Williams on the, uh, was it the Golden Globes? She did a speech and she bragged about uh, the fact that her abortion, the, abor- the abortion that she had, um, Allowed, uh, enabled her to keep uh, up her career, which then led to this wonderful uh, trophy that she had. So the trophy, she basically was saying she traded in for the baby, and she was bragging about it, and uh, she got gigantic applause, if not a standing ovation for it. So that's that's where they are on it. There's a terrible connection between abortion and the way that it's celebrated in our media today 
and the hu- the pagan human sacrifice that traces back, you know, that, that the Bible clearly condemns. You had women in ancient Phoenicia and in on the outskirts of Israel who would sacrifice their newborn infants to Moloch for you know, in return for good harvest, uh, you know, good weather, various things. And now we're seeing a similar sacrifice take place in the name of autonomy and the, you know, the desires, the um, the ambitions of the mothers, mm-hmm. as if their children were not human beings with full dignity. It's it's disgusting and Sick. terrifying. Yeah. Talking to Tyler O'Neill, PJ Media has a piece up today about how the polls are showing the Democrats are way off course on the uh, on the abortion issue. You know, I saw something, Tyler, the other night. I, I used to be a big fan of the show Curb Your Enthusiasm um, because it I thought it was funny, and I always liked uh, Larry David's takes and uh, the way he makes fun of a lot of the stupid things in life. But he he had to get political in his first uh, episode back after a couple of years lay, layoff. And I don't know if you ever watched the show, but the, the first episode, uh, he makes one of the recurring themes through the show is this uh, issue with a pregnant woman, eight-month pregnant woman who works out at his gym. And they have a conversation two or three times over the course of the show, and she refers to her fetus. He says, you're on the treadmill there. Aren't you worried about your fetus? Now, this is a woman who's eight months pregnant. And I don't think anybody actually would actually would ever say that. You refer to it as a fetus. But this is a liberal doing a TV show. And the word, fe- I don't know, may, am I crazy? The, the word fetus kind of just jumped out at me. They use the word like three or four times instead of baby for an eight-month pregnant woman. And I th- to me, it was there was a little bit of an agenda there. Yeah. No, I remember, I mean, my daughter is seven months um uh, so this is, you know, this is personal and fairly recent for me. But when my wife was eight months pregnant, you know, we could feel our daughter kicking. We could feel her hiccuping. She right. hiccuped a lot. And there's almost even a little bit of personality that you can sense from your baby at that point in the womb. And it's it's sick that people won't refer to a baby as a baby, especially when it's that close. Being born, but I think and, I think most people, even that woman, if it was a real person, she would say baby. She wouldn't say fetus. She would, yeah. It's when when you're at that point, especially uh, generally paternal uh, maternal affections, and I mean on my side, paternal affections will really be kicking into overdrive. And there's no way that you would be clinically. You know, using clinical language, which fetus is. Fetus is just a, it's just a word that has been substituted for baby, so that these babies can be dehumanized right. by this political movement. Right. And and if she were to have a miscarriage or or something would have happened, she were in an accident, and it caught, uh, the baby would die. They would not say that she lost her fetus. They'd say the baby died. And uh, it's just they're they're so obsessed with. Um, not referring to it, at least in, a, in in that context, as a human, because then they get they get challenged. I'm about thirty seconds from the end here, so you just want to finish up here. Yeah. Well, the challenges are 
are there. And I think it's quite telling that they try to twist the language on this because, as we've noted, most of the scientific advancements in the past 10 years have highlighted the humanity of these unborn babies, their ability to feel pain, their ability to grow, and you know the fact that we've known for decades that each one of them is unique, has unique human DNA that nobody else in existence has or ever had. And this is... Tyler, I'm, I'm out of time. Great piece today. Thanks for being on. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Okay, that's Tyler O'Neill of PJ Media. We'll be right back to talk about CTE. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The U.S. Senate has begun hearing opening arguments in President Trump's impeachment trial, with proceedings now on a fast track. First up, Democratic House managers making their case that the president abused his presidential power and should be removed from office. Republicans have for now blocked Democratic motions to immediately call witnesses and subpoena documents. Chinese state media says the city of Wuhan is shutting down outbound flights and trains as that country battles the spread of a new virus that has sickened hundreds now and killed 17. The city also asking people not to leave the city without specific reasons. Technology companies led stocks to a flat close on Wall Street today. The Dow fell nine points. The Nasdaq was up a dozen and the S&P 500 ahead fractionally. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Dennis Prager is impressed with the president's record. The list is extraordinary. Judges, Supreme Court justices, domestically, internationally, the, the economy, the unemployment rate. It's quite remarkable when you think about it. No one predicted this. I I sit in in awe of what he has accomplished. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1250, The Answer. I'm Kelsey Wiggins, a public school teacher in Iowa whose students have benefited from an America's Farmers Grow Rural Education Grant. By April 1st, I encourage farmers to nominate a local public school district to receive a $15,000 STEM grant by visiting americasfarmers.com. Pursue your happiness. Read the Welcome to Pennsylvania Interstate Border Signs. But scholars at the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy say pursue some transparency would be the better slogan considering the Commonwealth's spotty record of holding accountable how some recipients of gambling taxes spend that money. To learn more about this issue and others, visit AlleghenyInstitute.org, now celebrating 25 years of challenging conventional public policy thinking. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. 
Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy & Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do. To protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. When you've got water, fire, or smoke damage, there's no debate. You have to vote yellow. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Our team is ready to help 24 hours a day. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. This election year, you can vote red or you can vote blue. But yellow is always the right choice. Demand the yellow van when you have water damage and call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On inbound 20, a big jam up from Route 8 to approaching Veterans Bridge. That's the cause of an accident in the right lane in McCandless. McKnight Road northbound shut down with an accident between Arcadia Drive and Yellow Belt. Now, as we head over to the Parkway East, that's a massive delay outbound. Boulevard of the Allies, Edgewood, Swissdale, close to 15 minutes. On the inbound side, Grant Street to the Fort Pitt Bridge, Parkway West, heavy inbound, Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. Patchy clouds for tonight, low 21, mostly cloudy on Thursday, high 43. Thursday night, cloudy, low 27, cloudy and mild with periods of rain. Late Friday afternoon, high 44. Friday night, rain, low 33. Saturday, some snow showers with a high 38. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I'm guessing you've heard of CTE. Um, I'll give you the, what it stands for in a minute. Um, I, don't, I can't say it without reading it. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, uh, it has to do with brain uh, injuries, and um, it's uh, been talked about a lot, and it's been it's made for actually for serious changes in sports, not just at the top level, at the NFL level, where there have been um, much more stringent penalties for hits to the head, where much uh, where, where they no longer uh, hit and practice the way they used to, because they're concerned that it, it's causing. Uh, head injuries, which then lead to CTE, which can uh, lead to dementia. Uh, they're even talking about the, this insanity that uh, Antonio Brown has been displaying. He took a big hit in a game uh, several years ago, in a playoff game, from Vontez Perfect. And, I mean, a big one. He was knocked out on the field. And there are people who think that his behavior is can be traced to that and the, that he's a uh, a victim of CTE. And the problem is that that in order to um, detect CTE, you have to the person has to be dead. Uh, as of right now, I don't think they have a way to to uh, to study. You study the brain of the person after uh, they die, and uh, there have been me- multiple football players who have died and donated their brains uh, after death, and they they've been shown to have CTE. Um, and it and it became a big deal when a movie called Concussion came out, 
and it was about Dr. Bennett Omalu. Tell you a little story about that. Um, he, he started here in Pittsburgh at a, at a hospital here in Pittsburgh, and uh, the movie starred Will Smith, and, and it was a big deal, and most of the people in the sports media bought everything that was in it. I think I did at the time, although I always tend to um, question conventional wisdom a little bit and don't take it right, uh, at face value all the time, but uh, most people seem to accept it. Um, and I, uh, um, so this, this was about, that's eh, probably 10 years ago. I had, uh, my own uh, radio show on another station might've been longer than that. Um, and I just happened to see a story in the Post-Gazette about this local doctor named Dr. Bennett Omalu, who had been doing work with, uh, with football head injuries. And I got him on my show. I think I was one of the first people to have him on. And I, I, that's the kind of thing I look for on this show. I look to find interesting people. And, um, and it wasn't a sports per se show that I was doing, much like this one, where I like to cover issues in sports, but not necessarily X's and O's. Anyway, I talked to the guy. He was very impressive. And I was stunned uh, that, you know, several years later, they made a movie about this guy. Uh, and Will Smith played him in the movie. Well, there's a story in the, uh, in the Washington Post today. And we we tried to get the the, the writer on, um, and uh, we weren't able to we we're able to make that happen. Maybe tomorrow, if I if I still can if I still think we need to. But I'm just going to read just and, and you have to understand that uh, this is CTE. This is a big big deal uh, in sports and otherwise. And it's not just because of uh, injuries to to college and pro football players. It's affecting. The number of kids who go out for football, the number of parents who allow their kids to go out for football, um, and it's uh, literally billions of dollars that the NFL has paid to players who have been able to um, display symptoms of what they claim to be CTE. So this Dr. Bennett Omalu, if, if you ask most people, especially in the sports media, uh, if they know who this guy is, and he's the guy played by Will Smith in this movie, they think he's a hero. The, what he's done is just spectacular, and that the NFL is evil for not um, for not heeding his advice and for not being more protective of players. So this is um, this is from the story today, and it's, it, this is what it, uh, this is a, a line from it. It says the sci- in the science community there is wide consensus on one thing. Amalu, the man considered by many the public face of CTE research, can routinely exaggerates his accomplishments and dramatically overstates the known risks of CTE and contact sports, fueling misconceptions about the disease, according to interviews with more than 50 experts in neurodegenerative disease and brain injuries and a review of more than 100 papers from peer-reviewed medical journals. So get that now. This is the guy, this this has sent ripples through the NFL and football, and not just football, boxing, hockey, everything. Any sport that, um, well, any sport where people wear a helmet, not necessarily including boxing. Uh, and they're saying that he uh, routinely exaggerates his accomplishments and dramatically overstates the known risks of CTE. That's pretty big. 
Amalu did not discover CTE, nor did he name the disease. The alarming statistics he recites about contact sports are distorted, according to the author of the studies that produced those figures. Now, the the alarming statistics that um, Dr. Omalu recites are distorted. That's according to the author of the study who produced the figures that he's constantly referring to. And while Omalu cultivates a reputation as the global authority on CTE, it's unclear whether he is diagnosing it correctly, according to several experts on the disease. Now... A year ago, a little over a year ago, back in December of 2018, I had a guy on my show here named Merrill Hodge, who I'm pretty sure you're familiar with. Played for the Steelers for a long time in the 80s into the early 90s. He had the uh, he, he had a couple of uh, maybe multiple serious con- concussions. His career ended, I think, because of a concussion, maybe a year or two early. And he has he wrote a book called Brainwashed. The bad science behind CTE, and I know for a fact. I remember seeing the, the guys over at the uh, at the at the um, local sports only radio station. I'm pretty sure that they were tweeting about what an idiot Merrill Hodge is. That he he said he couldn't possibly know what he's talking about, and um, and this guy uh, this story today is. Kind of backing up what Merrill said. This is what Merrill uh, said when I talked to him back in December of 2018. So listen, i, I got to ask you about the book now. Are, are you being trashed as a, a CTE denier? Well, anybody says that is uh, extremely uninformed and ignorant on the subject. And most people who would say that, I could promise you this with probably 100% certainty, they've never read one piece of science literature. They've read the media, and they've gotten all their information uh, media-driven. And when you do that, you make grotesque mistakes. Um, and let me tell you this, because I, I was reading the headlines. I'm, I'm, I wrote this book. I've come, this, uh, come from this as a concerned parent, quite honestly. And um, I went on a search to really find the truth, John. I wanted to know what was the truth about it. Uh, a lot of conflicting uh, messages in the media. And it drove me to go across this country into Canada, sit with neuropathologists after neuropathologists. And I'd ask them, listen. I keep reading A, B, and C, cause, link. Okay, football does this. Sports do this. And every one of them would say, Merrill, CTE, all we know is it is a pattern. We're in an observation state. We have no idea what causes it, and we have no idea what it causes. We have people who have the pattern, never played sports, never had a history of head trauma. We found it in a one-year-old, a four-month-old. And I'm like, now, wait a minute. You did say that again. They'd give me scientific literature. They'd say, read it, read it. And I'll explain it to you. Once I found out the truth and based on what I have done in my life, what I've experienced as a, as a player and a parent, I was like, I cannot believe it. I really, honestly, I could not believe what science really says versus what we see in the media. So, and and just make something very clear, John, it's not my, I'm not, I'm just telling you what the science says. It isn't like I wrote some science paper. Somebody was like, well, you never wrote a science paper. And I'm like, thank goodness I didn't, because then it would be my science paper versus these other science papers. If those science papers were saying words like cause or link, they don't say that. But they do say things like caution. You can't use this study because it's so flawed to give any sense of degree of the disease, meaning CTE. That's a science paper. That's the, the wording in it. However, the people who wrote that, 
are in the media saying off of the same study that they just did where it says, caution, you can't use this. They say, and the person I'm referring to is Ann McKee, who is a doctor who signed a Hippocratic oath, goes in the media and says, you know what? I got to believe after that study, every football player has it. Now, there can't be a more grotesque abuse of the Hippocratic oath than when you do that in a public setting after you just wrote some paper that tells you you can't use that. And it, the literature is full of that, John. I mean, just flooded with the science literature. Now, not the media, but right. the science literature. Now, you heard what Merrill Hodge said there. And again, he took a lot of heat for this. He was he was considered insane and, and uh, corrupt and uh, stupid and anything you can think of. Uh, for having the nerve to go against the grain on this. Well, you heard what he just said. And this is uh, what, the, in the story by Will Hobson in the, in the Washington Post today. Omalu, that's the doctor, Omalu's definition for CTE, as described in his published papers, is incredibly broad and all-encompassing, describing characteristics that can be found in normal, healthy brains as well as in other diseases, according to experts, including now Anne McKee. You might have heard uh, Merrill Hodge just mentioned Anne McKee as the doctor who said, well, if this is true, everybody has CTE. Uh, it's it's considered uh, characteristics that can be found in normal, healthy brains, as well as in other diseases, according to experts, including Anne McKee, lead neuropathologist for Boston University's CTE Center. That's what Mer- that's this is the doctor that Merrill was referring to a year and uh, thir- well, 13 months ago. His criteria, this is what McKee says now, his criteria, meaning Omalo, doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what he's doing. That's unbelievable. And McKee's assessment, this is according to Will Hobson's uh, column, McKee's assessment was supported by three neuropathologists who worked with her to develop guidelines for diagnosing CTE used by researchers around the world. Quote, My God, if people were actually following Omalu's criteria, the prevalence of this disease would be enormous, and there's absolutely no evidence to support that. That's from Dan Pearl, one of the experts and professor of pathology at the Uniformed Services University. McKee and other experts confirmed in interviews something that long has been an open secret in the CTE research community. Are you ready for this now? Amalo's paper on Mike Webster, a huge, huge part of the movie Concussion. Amalo's paper on Mike Webster, the former Pittsburgh Steelers great, who was the first NFL player discovered to have CTE, does not depict or describe the disease as the medical science community defines it. Pretty big. Remember now, a movie was made. Will Smith, big star. Uh, it got critically acclaimed. It didn't get a big... Uh, it didn't do all that well at the box office, but it got a lot of attention among the sports media. And again, most people, maybe 90% of the people, at least in the media, bought it 100%. McKee and other experts believe Webster had CTE based on his history of head trauma and his mental disorders. But the paper Omalu published shows images that are not CTE and could have come from the brain of a healthy 50-year-old man. This is the problem, McKee said. People lump me with him, meeting uh, uh, Dr. Omalu. People lump me with him, and they lump my work with him, and my work is nothing like this. They try to get Omalu to uh, um, respond and, and uh, 
take some questions on this. He declined requests for an interview, refused to answer any questions for this story. In an email, he dismissed questions by experts as coming from, quote, a minority of doctors who were seeking very cheap and bogus popularity who work directly or indirectly with these sports organizations. So this sounds to me like the same thing you get from people who um, butt their head against the climate change hysteria they're they're accused of working for oil companies working for fossil fuel companies so he's he's throwing that one out there uh your paper engaging in such bogus controversies will bolster some people's allegations of fake news amalo wrote so that's how he responds to criticism typically according to uh will hobson so uh, Homalo said he believes he is on a mission from God, and he views scientists who question him with suspicion and hostility. As a Christian, I believe after death there is judgment, and he says that uh, experts who raise doubts about his theory, they will answer for this on Judgment Day. Pretty serious stuff, saying God's on his side from Omalu. But um, the repercussions of this should be, and could be, and probably will be huge because it may at least open the question uh, about CTE and and maybe some people who have reacted um, to Omalu's research and the movie and all that other stuff, they may start rethinking it a little bit and maybe there's been, I don't know, maybe some hysteria about this that isn't warranted. Well, I think it's a great story. Will Hobson, you can check it out at WashingtonPost.com. But I gave you most of it right here, and you heard what Merrill Hodge said. So we'll be right back. And I think I'm going out of my head. Yes, I think I'm going out of my head. Oh, 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 Obamacare, Trump Care. ACA, COBRA, there are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind, expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. Todd Marley at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want
want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. She's such a beautiful little puppy. I mean, we walk around the block and neighbors always say, her hair is so beautiful. Healthy and shiny and glossy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Fatty acids, omega-3s and omega-6s are great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. I would really recommend people starting their puppies on Dynavite before they get into what I would call the misery index. Bad skin, bad ears, bad breath. Because if they're getting all their vitamins, micronutrients, microbials from the beginning, then you're not going to run into the problems associated with the allergies, grass, pollen, dust, dirt, fleas, ticks, you name it, and the itching and shedding down the road. Our vitamins and enzymes replace the nutrients cooked out of most commercial dog foods. Dynavite for life. This is Ed Lukasevic. And Cindy Lukasevic. Inviting you and your pets to Dynavite. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. And right now, listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash America. One more time. To try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, we're getting kind of sporty around here, but uh, hey, anything's better than impeachment. Um, I want to finish here with a story about a hockey coach up in Canada, a youth hockey coach. You have to understand that what a big, big deal hockey is in Canada. You don't know how much of a fabric of the society up there it is unless you spend time there. This coach uh, has been uh, has decided that he can no longer coach his kid's team because uh, he's been removed from all positions because he questioned the necessity of mandatory, are you ready, gender identity training course imposed by Hockey Eastern Ontario. Uh, he'll be. It could be. It's possible he'll be taken up on accusations of transphobia merely for speaking with the media. So he's been agreed. Uh, he's agreed to uh, be referred to as John Doe in this piece. He could actually have the the scary uh, human rights tribunal up there in Canada, which is pretty scary, come after him just for for his thoughts on this. But uh, it led to new training requirements because of Jesse Thompson, a trans-identified biologically female child who complained about being prevented from using a boy's locker room due to, and as this story, it says, due to his female anatomy. That's how insane we are. Prevented from using a boy's locker room due to his female anatomy. He has female anatomy. That's where we are on this. Um, And there's there's an organization called... Uh, EGAL, E-G-A-L-E, up in Toronto, that's the one that uh, came up with the guidelines for this. It's a Toronto-based charity founded in 1986, 
has published materials indicating that children understand their gender identity, are you ready, between the ages of three and five. And in the gender identity course, the EGAL produced for the uh, Ontario Hockey Federation, it ratcheted that age down to between 18 and 30 months. And then they go on to say, I'm running out of time here, but they go on to say uh, that this uh, the the angle instructs hockey officials that preseason chats are a great opportunity for everyone on your team, including coaches and volunteers, to share the name and gender pronoun by which they wish to be called. So you have a group of 10-year-old kids who are just there to play hockey, and you got to ask this 10-year-old boy, uh, excuse me, Steve, what pronoun should we use for you? That's where we are in the world. They're ruining everything. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.